Welcome back to the River Agronomist Podcast with Kyle from Stall Agronomy. And uh, we're going to talk about um, one year into this, right? So I, I quit my job um, and went out on my own about a year ago. Um, by the time you're listening to this, who knows, it could be exactly a year. Um, I'm not entirely sure. So let's just say it's been a year um, and it's been a year. Uh, when, uh, so basically I, I left my job last July. Um, we went through the end of July and, and first part of August with fairly little rain. And, um, then we just started getting pounded in August and I, I did my first fall harvest, uh, at the farm in just absolutely <laughs> probably the worst conditions. Um, we only got stuck with a combine twice. Um, the first time was not good. We, uh, we got stuck the first day of combining, um, and he's wanted to combine a couple of days before that. And I'm like, I don't think it's dry enough. Um, and it was one of those where we went to pull the combine out. Um, and I'm not entirely sure if this is a case IH thing, but, um, or CNH, um, we have a new all combine and we went to pull it out, um, pulling it backwards. Uh, the axle actually just broke. Um, and when we took it apart and looked at it, uh, the axle had already had been halfway gone. So it, it was actually a good luck thing. Um, we got lucky because it could have gone going over railroad tracks or something else. But um, so we got stuck the first day, and then I think we got stuck one other time. Um, and it was it was kind of one of those where you're trying to get like six rows, and um, it was just a, a fairly narrow wet spot. And he went back in from a different angle, got stuck. Uh, I actually pulled them out with our 7930 deer, so it wasn't that that wasn't that bad. Um, and basically everything else, you know, we we ended up doing some corn. And um, when I was combining corn, I, I left like uh, five acres out of a 12 acre field because I didn't think I could get through it. Um, I literally almost got stuck to the point where I, I was combining at an angle. <laughs> I was trying to uh, to go straight, but uh, I, I could barely keep it in the rows. And I ran down like a row of corn for about 50 feet, maybe even longer. Um, so then I combined up to it, left it. Uh, he got back in the combine. He's like, ah, you might have, I think you might not have had the balls to, to go through some of that stuff. And um, I watched him as he tried to combine the rest of it. And I think he made it another 20 feet and he backed the hell out of her. So um, that was, it was an interesting fall. It was a wet fall. I didn't get a lot of tills done. And then this spring was just a nightmare. Um yeah, we have uh, pretty much most of our acres ended up being prevent plant. Um, so you go from having uh, having a rough fall, uh, not getting all the tillage you want done, to uh, having just the one of the wettest, if not the wettest springs uh, on record, and um, you know taking a lot of prevent plants and and feeling like a failure that way. Um, so that that's been fun. Uh, let's say the farming has been uh, hasn't been going. Uh, all that well. Um, on top of that, you know, I'm, and I'm still learning uh, what I'm doing every day. You know, I basically I went from um, going to an office every morning at six, seven o'clock, and um, then staying there till seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock at night. Um, and now I, I work from home. I have totally different job responsibilities. Um, you know, we were out uh, a couple weeks ago spray painting corn plants to uh, to sing. To kind of show the uh, the daily growth on this corn, and um, so we're we're spray painting plants, and um, I posted on Twitter, you know, what we were doing, and you know, 
it's a, a friend of mine posted something about like if you have nothing better to do here's what here's what you do you go spray paint corn plants and you know I wasn't the only thing I was doing that day um we were out doing scouting and you know, I just happened to be spray painting plants every few fields and that's just the way it was um so I don't know I guess it slightly upset me but then I'm like ah whatever you know it's just kind of a joke and um so it, it, it's a lot of different things. I, I used to get to work um, and then literally spend two hours pointing people in the right direction. You know, applicators, you know, you're going here today, you're going here tomorrow. Um, this this guy's going here today. This is what tender we need. Um, this guy's going there. Here's how to get the, into the fields. I mean, I'd, I'd spend um, probably four or five hours every day trying to get people pointing in the right direction and, and making sure they're doing the right things. And um, logistically, it was a lot of stuff. Um, and now I don't have that logistic challenge behind me and I get the chance to do what I want to do every day. Well, that brings other challenges, right? You know, so, you know, I'm, I'm so used to that, that routine. Um, and now I'm, I'm out of that routine and I'm, I'm in a new routine where I work from home and, you know, if, if it's like eight o'clock, um, I just feel that need that I need to be out, out in a field. Um, even if there's stuff to be done here. Like, I can't sit here. I got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Um, and I'm not following my own advice, obviously. I was talking to somebody this morning. We were talking about the podcast uh, a few episodes ago where I was talking about what uh, what your time's worth. And we're talking about, you know, just making sure you do something and, and doing something feels better than and t- doing something that's, you know, probably really important. Uh, but at the same time, it, it's, it's kind of like you know, I'm sitting in an office. And... Um, you know, I, I got to get over that stigma with, within my own brain. Um, you know, I, I was, um, uh, was out in the fields today and I was cutting stuff and I, I literally have uh, a lot of office stuff to do. Um, and I saw it like two thirty. you know, if, if I was in my previous job and I went back to the office at two thirty, it never really bothered me. It didn't make me think anything of it. Um, now when I go back to the office, you know, quote unquote home, it feels like I'm just going home. Um, even if I, I'm going to go home to work, it just feels like I shouldn't be doing that. You know, I should be uh, spending as much time as I possibly can in the field. Um, I got to get over that stigma. And I, I always say that, um, you know, we, we talk about, um, uh, I talked to a lot of guys about going home. You know, I say, oh, I'm going home. I need to stop saying that. I need to stop or start saying I'm, I'm going to go to the office and work. Um and there's just, it's a mental thing. Um, you know, and, and even 2019 has been uh, a challenge mentally too. You know, we, we, um, me and at least a couple of other guys have, have talked about that. We just don't have the gumption this year. You know, a lot of guys get uh, really excited about doing stuff. Um, you know, I, I used to get really excited. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Let's go do this. Um, basically this year it's, it's a, uh, a motivational issue. Um, I think there's a lot of guys dealing with that. You know, you just, I've seen, um, quite a few guys where, um, you know, if they don't have the things that they normally would do this time of year. So we're, we're further behind than what we are normally. Um, there's a lot less crop planted. Um, I've seen guys out, um, just doing anything and everything to keep themselves doing something. You know, there's, there's plenty of stuff to do that are, that's very important, but at the same time, you know, they're typically in a field, they want to be doing something in a field. 
So I got guys that are just finding stuff um, to do in fields uh, instead of getting some other things done that maybe might be a little bit more important. Um, you know, we've got um, at the farm, we've got a couple of farms where um, we need new field entrances. Um, they raise the roadbed on us. Uh, we can't get in the field. Um, and that, that's something we need to get done. Um, but at the same time, you know, we just keep trying to find other things to do uh, rather than, than calling the town and, and just getting those done. Yeah, obviously, we don't need to get in those fields for a little while, but it's it's a lot of that kind of stuff that seems to be going on. Um, so anyway, first year into it, um, it's been a challenge. Um, I think any job I've ever taken the first year or two is always really hard. Um, it's never never an easy ride the first year you do it. You don't know who to talk to. You don't know who to look to for advice. You don't know the people you're working with all that well yet. Um, so it, it's been a challenge uh, in that aspect. So I'm still learning uh, a lot of that stuff. I, I'm still learning our, our product lineup. Um, but it gets really exciting when you go out and, and look at corn and start walking fields with guys and you're doing uh, doing new things. And, you know, I... I was talking to somebody today and we we're talking about rootworm floating and um, I'm actually floating rootworms and I don't think I've done that since 2008 and back in that time period that was when you did it because we didn't have uh, the trade technologies we had now we still were using a lot of insecticides uh, triple stack corn was fairly new so we we just haven't done it I, um, I was talking to somebody today and they're like well we need to talk to this guy about somehow getting a different fungicide on or insecticide on um, there's um, there's some trials that we've been doing with uh, going out with wide drop and using lower band. So that's that's something interesting. But you know we were talking about uh, I found some rootworms when we were floating and he's like, wow, maybe this is a good place to do that. And I'm like, you know, let me do a few of these and get my bearings back and try to remember all the tricks and hints that I did ten years ago, uh, maybe you know, even twelve years ago, I guess. And um, let me work on that first before we start making management decisions based on this stuff. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're floating rootworms, we're spray painting corn plants. Um, I'm trying to, I got to get the drone out and start flying some fields. Um, I've got a lot of different things where um, I'm trying to get into the mindset of, of doing different things. You know, I, I, I've got a couple consulting clients and, you know, we've been... Uh, I've been scouting pretty heavy, and I still feel that responsibility where I need to, you know, tell them what to spray, when to spray. You know, that's all part of the relationship, but at the same time, I still feel that need to just keep walking fields, and that's not really my role anymore. I still have to walk those fields, but it's not like it was before where, um, you know, if the herbicide didn't work, it's my my tail. You know, I'm going to lose business over it. I, I have got to kind of reprogram my brain a little bit uh, on what I'm doing. You know, we're, my providing value isn't exactly making sure your herbicide uh, is applied timely and your nitrogen shows up on time. Um, my value is trying to get out and, and provide agronomic info that people don't normally get. So to the people that see me posting some weird stuff and I'm doing different trials and we're, we're doing things that um, a lot of retailers wouldn't normally do, that's that's going to be it. Uh, you know, I'm that's my whole thing now. Um, I'm trying to do agronomic stuff that people don't normally do. Um, I think I pulled more tissue samples this year than I've ever pulled in my career. 
Uh, I've sent more soybean cyst nematode and nematode samples in. Um, I've been doing a lot of stuff that I wouldn't normally do. And um, to me, that's that's my new reality, and I, I've got to kind of figure that out. But, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the thing. It's been one year. Um, it's been a year. Um, we're kind of re-looking at the farming thing a little bit, um, trying to understand where my role is and how I feel in that and my comfort level. And we're just looking at anything and everything and trying to understand how to, um, to make myself feel more comfortable. Um, yeah, it's just been different and, uh, it takes a lot of adjusting and it's, it's totally new. And, um, some days it's just like, you know, I, uh, feel like I'm from the office our office space where where the bobs say what would you say you do here and um that's kind of how i feel but um same time i kind of kind of get to that reality of you know i need to make sure i'm taking care of myself too along with my clients so anyway that's gonna end this but um yeah so that's kind of a one-year update um we'll see what the next one is uh i got one sitting here it's uh, it's titled, um, I haven't recorded it yet, but I get it. I have to at some point. You have bins and you don't use them. You must be crazy. Um, so I, I've got a bunch of different stuff. It's going to be different to uh, to come up with some episodes where uh, it's things that people don't normally, uh, normally hear out of people like me. So anyway, hopefully you guys stay tuned and I'll catch you next time.